everyone welcome back to the podcast today is an episode that i'm so excited for you to hear because it's so relatable and vulnerable and honest and just real life experience so today on the podcast we have dylan audi who recent is a recently retired d1 athlete dylan went to southern illinois out of high school to play um, d1 volleyball where she got her bachelor's in public health and then she transferred to UAB starting in spring 2020 uh, to play beach volleyball and this past spring she graduated with her master's in epidemiology and just getting to play against Dylan and just see how she competes um, really just shows her love of the game and her love of Jesus when she's playing which is so cool and something that I really admire So on today's episode, Dylan shares her journey from her Christian high school bubble to being a D1 athlete at a large public university and how she had to learn that the things of this world will never satisfy. And she has really found her identity and purpose in Jesus. And today you guys are going to get to hear what that journey looked like for her. And I'm just so excited. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Hey, Dylan. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. I feel like we've been talking about this for forever. It's kind of been a long time coming and it's finally happening. So I'm really grateful for the opportunity to get to sit down with you today. Yes, thank you so much for having me on. I know we've been like talking about this and I literally slid into your DMs asking you. We were just talking about that before this, but thank you so much. And I'm, I'm so excited to get this going. I can't wait. Me too. Okay, so the first question that I have to ask you, as I ask everyone, uh, just to kind of set the framework for our conversation today, is what is the biggest thing that you've learned about yourself in the past year? And then what's the biggest thing that you've learned about God? Wow, wow. Where to begin? Uh, No, I think in this question, honestly, the first thing that comes to mind is like, what I've learned about myself is... um, frankly, that my worth is not defined by anybody else, by anything, and not even by myself, but my worth is really in Christ, and and he brings that out of me, and this past year has really been discovering that and knowing that I am enough because he is more than enough, and he fills me with his love, so that's a really thing that I've discovered, um, and then about God, man, his love is so abundant. Like, he has just shown me how deeply and profoundly he loves me and he loves his people. And I've really just learned that God is so gracious, more than I could ever ask for, and so loving, especially when we need it, and so forgiving. And I'm, I'm really um, just learning more and more about that every single day but especially the past year, definitely those things. That's so good. Um, Okay, so as a fellow former student athlete, I know that we have a lot that we can relate on, and I know just from talking to you that we both grew up in a Christian school and then went off to, like, big public universities to play college volleyball, um, which is definitely challenging and (laughs) definitely can bring a little bit of culture shock with it. I know when I left my little Christian school bubble, I really struggled with the party scene and I really looked for my identity in volleyball and 
being fit and skinny and going out on the weekends and not Jesus, which is sad to look back on, but it's also a huge part of my story. And Jesus has really redeemed that part of my story. So can you just share a little bit of your experience with growing up in the church and going to a Christian school and then that transition to a public school and being a student athlete? Yeah, I think for me, I mean, first of all, I grew up and I'm so grateful for, you know, my parents and how they brought me up in the faith and I I love them and I'm so grateful for that opportunity and for so much of my life, like being a believer was almost easy in a way. Like I was very privileged in that way that I didn't really have very many challenges or worldly challenges as I would call them to question my faith and question, you know, God and what he was doing. And then even in that, like as being an athlete growing up, I was always surrounded by majority believers and Christian athletes. So much of that was like, you know, talking about God and who he is and how that relates to sport and always incorporating that. And then I get to college <laughs> and it's like, you're no longer in this um, padded, like what, you know, you know, those people that um, are those games, like uh, where they're like in a ball, you know what I'm talking about? Like, the ball and like they play and like they can run and they hit each other but like they're still protected on the inside so like my faith for most of my life I've been like okay like I'm surrounded by people who love Jesus and like talk openly about him and then all of a sudden it's like taking off that wrapping and boom you're set into the real world and you have to look to God in a completely different way and for me I thought what I was doing was okay because I was like I so one of my mentors and somebody's been inside me she says like we call it like Jesus flavored living right so like I would use Jesus um to bring me the hope and the joy when I needed it but then I would be turning to party scene or like looking at myself in the mirror and being like body checks like oh my gosh like you're not fit for this you're supposed to be a new athlete like you don't look like any of these other people and I'm like doubting my Jesus's love for me and just really like spiraling and spiraling and like looking at relationships and and realizing that that hole was just trying to be filled with worldly things and worldly pleasures instead of my heavenly father and like being a student athlete as you know is hard Right. Let alone like division one level student athletes. Like I mean, all athletes, I give you kudos because it's tough. But yes. like at the D one level, you have so many, you have so many things. You have like your schedule, practices, trying to have a social life, but not really like yeah, you know. And then everybody's doing everything, and it's the normalcy mm-hmm. of being a student athlete, being in college. Yeah. So. I I definitely look back and see this young girl who's just wandering in the dark, trying to find glimpses of light and filling that with what my flesh was wanting and not what the Lord was leading me to. Yeah. And it's hard looking back. Like I look back, I'm like, oof, I wish you would have not done that. But then I realized, like, (laughs) I realized, you know, like, all that brokenness, God is bringing beauty out of that, right? Mm-hmm. And and God is shining his light now through my testimony and through my brokenness to help the next person. And I'm so grateful for that. And 
you know, the redeeming love you're talking about, like, yeah. oh man, God has, God has really brought me through some, some trials and looking back and at first being ashamed of who I was, but now realizing I went through that so I can be where I am now because God had so intricately designed every moment of my life yeah. to be able to use it for his good. And I, I'm so blessed. I'm yeah. so grateful. That's so, no longer ashamed. That's awesome. It's so good to get to hear you say that and just like, you're right. Your testimony is powerful. And even in coming on the podcast today and like getting to share that, like people are going to get to hear your story and it's going to be impactful in people's lives that you might not even realize how much of an impact you're having. And like, I know what you were talking about with growing up in that, like even Christian sports bubble, like, my high school volleyball team, we would pray before every practice and after every practice and before every game and after every game. And it was just like, we talked about how to incorporate the Lord in sports. And then you go off and you're like, oh my gosh, like what? Nobody's, nobody's praying with me before this practice. Nobody's holding me accountable for my actions. And it can be really hard. And something that I think we both kind of experienced, like a lot of people in the Christian circle will talk about how everyone has like a God-sized hole in our hearts, kind of to use Christian lingo. And everyone's seeking to fill that hole with something. And the idea is that when we follow Christ, like we're fully satisfied because Christ is the only one who can truly satisfy and really fill that hole. Um, but I think we both tried to fill that hole with other things when we <laughs> went off to college. So how would you describe that missing piece from your life in that time? I think first and foremost, it was be so coming from my bubble and coming from being um, like the stud athlete in your old state, right? And then coming to this university, like now everybody was kind of like the stud athlete from their state, like coming into this school and like, oh, like I need to stand out. Like I need to achieve, achieve, achieve and fill those check marks of like these goals and achievements. And so much of that was, filling that hole with recognition for my works, recognition for being the best freshman or like yeah. being the best social person on my team, like like relating and making friends with upperclassmen and other athletes. And I was so big on filling that hole with like status and yeah. having people look at me and being like, oh, like I know who that is. Like that made me feel like I was, I had a purpose. Yeah. And and in that, like feeling that hole, I realized that even though I came to know so many people, I was so alone. Mm. Like so much loneliness, unbelievably alone. Like there are only a couple people like looking back and they know who they are, but there are only a few people who I really could be my authentic be authentically Dylan who saw me for who I was and knew I was a believer and I think now like we've I've talked to some of those people and like we can look back and realize both of us were wandering but we we did hold on to that faith that we had instilled and in, in now where we are like God brought us to brought us through excuse me what we went through for a reason yeah. Um, but yeah so much of that was filled with like wanting to be a, wanting the approval of others and 
like having so many accomplishments and it was just this void that I kept filling and trying to have relationships and like status and yeah. so much things that make now I look back I'm like that made you thought that that was gonna bring you joy and like like peace and uh, friendship like girl you're crazy but, <laughs> but now I mean I mean who, who is not to think of that you think like you go into a division one school like shoot people back home would be like d1 dill like that was a nickname they gave me like it was like I had to prove myself that I was worth this and so that hole of approval I was wanting to fill with other things when God gives me that stamp of approval every day when I turn to him and I die in my my ways and I turn to him that's, that's the only approval I will ever ever need that's so good I love that I have goosebumps um <laughs> and and talking with you and just kind of brainstorming for this episode I asked you what you would say that Jesus has set you free from and you said like boys and earthly relationships that kind of pulled you away from Jesus so could you talk a little bit about what that looked like in your life and how the Lord has now freed you from that Oh my goodness, yes. So that's another thing. Like when I was back home, like I did never look to relationships because frankly, like I didn't have much of the time when I was growing up. Like I was on fire for the Lord and, you know, in sport and with family. Like those are really what matters. So I didn't get involved in much of the party scene or like relationships. Like it just didn't make sense to me and then you get in college and it's like all these other athletes all these people people are dating around you you have summer where you have to get there early like for indoor you have to report early so there's people on all different athletic teams that have to get there early and then there's this like oh you're in college you have this infatuation with people and you're starting to find like looking at people and being like oh my gosh they recognize me like they see me or like they think I'm cute and all these things so like that hole that I had instead of trusting that the Lord was building me up to eventually present me to you know my future husband and all that I was like you know what because I used to have all these standards I mean I I do know but (laughs) before college I had like like such high standards and like all these things like nope 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 and then slowly as I was, you know, caught up in the ways of the world, those standards started to lower and lower and lower just so I could get the attention, excuse me. And just so I could feel loved and appreciated. And again, like that loneliness I had. And so I, I turned to lowering my standards and letting, frankly, men who... I mean, I, um, I would call them boys, um, <laughs> boys who would, you know, claim like, oh yeah, I love Jesus. And like, even, I mean, I'm guilty of it too. I, I would say I love Jesus and I would, you know, be on fire for him, but then not actually on fire for the Lord. It was just like something I was putting out there that I thought I needed to. Yeah. But to go back on that, I would just, I would get caught up in, oh, they say they love Jesus. And that was enough. Yeah. But saying you love Jesus and actually loving him like saying you believe in god versus actually believing god like there's a difference in that and i'm aware of it now but back then i had no idea and then you know they you you start talking and you go through all of the all these 
you're in a talking stage, you're in all these things or whatever it is, like the confusion of it. And I just went from like boy to boy to boy in that way, like trying to fill that void and like all these relationships that I ended up not being, you know, true to who I am and lowering my standards just to fill another hole of wanting approval or wanting to fit in or being like in a power couple with another athlete, like, Totally. It seemed like it's what I was supposed to do, but looking back, I'm like, I have, I had so much heartbreak and so much pain and so many decisions that I made that I wish I never did, that I let my guard up that I wish I never did because, like, I, was, I mean, now I'm in a state where like, I see through a different lens and I know God brought me out of that for a reason. And, right. you know, to share this testimony to be vulnerable with y'all on the podcast because, like, I look at that girl and I'm, I just want to hold her and hug her and say like, you are more than enough and no boy will ever feel that. And like, it just, I mean, it was rough. And if you, if you were like witnessing me at the time, you'd be like, oh, like she's like having the time of her life. Like enjoy that singleness girl. Like be with all these people. Like, oh my goodness. No, like that is not what it's about. Right. And it was, there was so much pain and heartbreak and it was rough. Yeah, I think a huge part of all that, I know it was for me and you just kind of mentioned it um, for you too, like being at a big public university and being a student athlete, just that desire to fit in. And honestly, like Mm. living for Jesus in college costs us something, especially at a big D1 school, like in order to truly follow Jesus and live how he's called us to, we have to make that choice to be different and to say no to things that everyone else might be doing and might make us look uncool in the eyes of the world. But ultimately, like we know now it's so worth it. So could you just share what it's been like for you in turning away from the desires of your flesh and that desire to fit in with the crowd? I can say, I mean, it's still something every day I have to pray for strength to do because it's still sometimes like where the devil will creep in and be like, nah, like, you know, you want to do this. Like, and it'd be like, no, like quiet your voice, man. Like I'm not doing that. But so it's still something like if I'm being, you know, transparent that I still have to walk through the day and, and pray for strength. You know, I've been going through it, but when back then, oh my goodness, like I just, I had such a hard time because I wanted the approval of others and I wanted to fit in. Like I wanted to be cool. Um, and I, I hated, you know, I, I was a very sensitive and you know, still can be a sensitive person. Like where I seem super confident, but at the end of the day, like words hurt me and hurt me deeply. And if people would be like, Oh, don't be lame. Or like, you don't want to have FOMO. Do you like, come on, like just, take this drink or take a shot with me or like come here join us like let's go let's go out tonight and all this stuff I'm like yeah like that's what everybody's doing and it wasn't until I I remember this like I was in my car and so many things had added up and I just I I wept yeah so hard and I was like why do I feel like I have so many people but I still have nothing. Yeah. Or why do I feel like I'm doing all these things, but I have nothing? Yeah. And that desire to fit in, 
like ate away at me and my identity in Christ. And I wept like completely like bawling my eyes out and then just surrendering. And I remember um, like I just started singing and mind you, like picture this, like you're in your car. (laughs) I had to pull over because I was crying so hard. You're in your car and then you're like weeping, you're crying like so hard. Like God, like I'm just so sick of this, I'm so done with this. And then I started singing, I surrender all, and like just came to me, like Holy Spirit came to me in that moment of like, my child, like I'm here for you, like you know, just surrender and turn to me. And you know, it was in that moment that I really realized like He has a bigger purpose for me, and brokenness I'm feeling right now, this desire to fit in, this is never, I'm never going to fit in because this is the way of the world and not, you know, turning to my Lord and Savior who has so much abundance of joy and peace and just so gracious. And in that, so we talk about, um, you know, someone who's meant to me is like, we go through this sanctification process, right? So like, we start choosing God and starting to turn away from our flesh. And in those times, like we think, oh, it's going to be this like pill of dopamine, like, yay, like you're going to be so happy and joyful. Like, but honestly, during that walk, you're going to go through suffering. You're going to go through pain, but you go through it with a different perspective and a different lens because you see the Lord working. Yeah. And we talked before the podcast, but in those ways, like, you're not in control mm-hmm. and because you're trusting in the Lord. And so honestly, like turning away from those desires and continuing, you know, today to turn away from those desires, like right. it's just been, I've been able to feel more at peace and brought more joy because I understand that it's from my heavenly father and it's not the world that's bringing me joy. Like, the world over-promises and under-delivers, like 10 out of 10. The world will look like it's going to appease you and it's going to fulfill you and it's going to bring you this, but it under-delivers, man. Like there's nothing the world can bring you that will ever bring you the joy that the Lord is able to bring you. Like having the Lord in your heart and mind and soul and loving him with all that, he just blesses you with his love and his joy. And when he's bringing you through suffering and pain, is to show you his goodness and his love and his truth. Yeah. And I think, I mean, as I've, you know, gone on about this, like at the end of the day, even though everyone else might be doing something, that doesn't mean it's going to be, it's going to bring you joy just because everybody else is doing it. That yeah. doesn't mean that that's something that you should be doing because you think you want to fit in like I'm telling you when when you turn to Jesus and he brings you to what he wants you doing yeah. he's going to surround you with people like-minded people equally yoked people and you'll realize like the world is just over promising and under delivering and I have a born savior who's going to promise and deliver he is my deliverer so <laughs> I'm going to take that over yeah, the path that's awesome. I think that's such a beautiful picture of just like coming to the end of yourself and fully surrendering to the Lord and just giving that up and knowing that 
like learning for yourself that he is the only one who can truly satisfy. And you touched on this a little bit, but I just want to ask you, what have you learned about God's character through that part of your story? And how has your relationship with the Lord fulfilled your fleshly desire for love and relationships? I, I just learned that God understands. <laughs> I'd be like, or like, how can you understand this? I'm going through. Well, He sent His one and only Son to live a life on Earth, and so for me to think that He's not a relational God is insane, right? Like, yeah. He wants a relationship with me, and for all this time, I was so quick to be like to separate my faith and other things I was doing when I realized when I focus on my faith and on my relationship with Jesus, he's going to pull me out of the darkness and into his light and into his arms. And then he surrounds you as you pray. Like my prayer life, like it still needs work because I always want to work on, you know, like how to grow closer to him. But my prayer life and that faith in Jesus and like praying for a community of believers, praying for um, him to really just guide me and bring that discernment has shown me so much about his character and that he does deliver. Like I said earlier, like I can't think that the world is going to bring me what I want when really God is a creator of the world and not heaven, not the universe. Like he is the one that's going to bring me what I need, not necessarily what I want. Because it's what he knows I need. Yeah, that is so good. Um, The Bible talks about doing everything for the Lord and just seeking to please God over man, which is a lot easier said than done. Um, But Galatians 1 1 verse 10 says, uh, For am I now now seeking the approval of man or of God? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. So can you just share what that verse means to you? Yeah, this, so this verse um, is, it just reminds me of having that humble servitude and how, you know, when, when I'm going about my day, like, especially in sport, like this, this is a verse I took a lot with, you know, with volleyball and being a collegiate athlete and being on a platform where like everybody sees you and sees what you're doing. Um, So much of what my life had consisted of was to try to gain that approval of others through sport and through relationships and social life. And when I think of that, I'm like, am I really, like this verse humbles me and reminds me like, am I seeking approval of man, of others, or of my heavenly father? And when I'm doing that, you know, if I am seeking the approval of others, then I'm not being his servant. Right. Being his servant is being made low and he meets me where I am and he shows me the way and he sheds light on his path. And in that, God wants this intimacy with you. We're, you know, we're called to be lovers of Jesus and to have that intimate relationship with him. And in that relationship, like, it doesn't need to be broadcasted to the world. Like, yes, we share the gospel, but I don't need to be always like, on this platform of like, look at my accomplishment, look at this, or look at that, or look at that, which is something like I've always done or found myself doing because of that approval. 
Yeah. Like, I want to get that checklist filled and I want to get those accomplishments and accolades and like all these things and leader here, leader there. But this verse just humbled me and reminds me like, when that's happening, is that because of the Lord's provision and, you know, what he wants for me and his approval? Or is that because I'm trying to gain the approval of others? Yeah. And a lot of times you got to, it like checks in like, <laughs> trying to get the approval of others. Yeah, Lord, you're right. Humble me. Humble me again and again and again. Times infinity, please. Yeah. I think it's hard in sports too, because like really professional athletes, D1 athletes, like that is a pretty self-seeking thing and it's really easy to fall into that but I think we can take like all of what we've talked about today and just kind of apply it to everything that we do especially sports and in the Lord there's fullness of joy and I have seen just from watching you play and competing against you that you have found true joy in your freedom in the Lord and so I was just hoping that you could share a little bit about how you've taken what you've learned about the Lord and relationships in college and how you apply that to how you play and carry yourself on the court first of all i just want to say to people like who are listening to this podcast and growing up like through sport anything just playing with the utmost like joy and appreciation of god mm-hmm. is the one of the most fulfilling and freeing things and when like in for, I don't know in the universe like I don't even know how to explain it like when yeah. I'm telling you like you can be competing and I I look back and like there are times where like so so much of myself like I love sports and I love competition and I love volleyball indoor and beach and I look back and I'm like why was I so miserable yeah. and then I realized like when I completely surrendered my everything to God and I choose to do it and turn to him every day, bring up my cross daily and walk with him daily to joy and abundance he brings me is like so free. And in playing with that, like I, I can't even I don't really have words to explain what it feels like, but knowing that your source of joy comes from the Lord, when you're playing, I I, I look back and I was playing some of probably my best volleyball to date and it was because my focus was on Jesus yeah and he blessed me with the opportunity to just play freely and I didn't care what seat I was at for beach I didn't care if I was playing on the twos or playing on the threes or if I would have been benched or if I would have been this like if I wasn't playing even at that time I knew that it was for God's purpose and what he wanted for me and like in that he he humbled me so much so that I could see his purpose for me during that season of my life and playing and even now like whenever the times get tough you're learning a new skill or like I haven't been able to play because of injury like I'm quick to be like angry with God and then I realized like no like he brings me that joy and he frees me and all that he's put me through and what he's putting me through now like is for a bigger purpose and a bigger reason and I just have to lean in and trust in him and I'm so grateful 
that I was able to experience that and I want to shout for mountaintops to all people in sport and just in general like living for Jesus like yes you'll go through pain and suffering but the joy and love he brings you and that's so profound and abundant like that that takes over yeah and it is something that is relieving and beautiful like I I loved it I loved playing the sport of volleyball and I if we won or lost it didn't matter because I knew my purpose on that court like God connected me with you with so many other girls through our love for Jesus and through the sport and like in that in itself is so beautiful and I'm so unbelievably grateful for that yeah it's so cool to see just how the Lord uses different seasons of our life and uses what we're doing to just bring him glory and um, teaches us in the process of how to do that. It's so sweet of him. Um, And before we wrap up, I just want to say quickly that relationships we've been talking a lot about today, like relationships are good and God created us to be in community and have relationships with people. And we talked about that earlier. Um, But that issue is when we place more of an importance on a relationship with a boy or a friend or whatever than we do on our relationship with Jesus, um, there's when the problem arises and Jesus is the only one who we're, will ever truly satisfy. So when we try to find our satisfaction in relationships other than Jesus, they will let us down. And that's been like my entire testimony is just trying to find satisfaction in volleyball and feeling let down, trying to find satisfaction in a relationship with a boy and being let down and trying to find satisfaction and looking a certain way and just being let down by all of those things. Um, so I just want to ask you today, like what advice would you give someone who's struggling with putting their identity in earthly relationships that will never truly satisfy? Well, first and foremost, if you need to write it down, write it down, but the world over promises is under delivers. Like that is something my mentor who's discipled me has shared with me and it's something I see so evident in my life and as I'm walking through the Bible and it's just has so much truth to it um and also you know you're gonna go through what the Lord has so intricately designed for you to go through and when you're walking through that whether you're you know on the top of a mountain or in the lowest of valleys like knowing that your worth is not defined by anything, but Jesus is love for you and he loves you so much. And your identity in Christ means so much more and brings you so much more than anything else. And when you choose to surrender, you know, God's mercy and love and his redeeming love makes you new when you, you recognize what he did for you and what he continues to do for you. And I think for me, um, I, I just prayed so much that the Lord would bring me a lens that sees what he has designed for me and brings people into my life that he has, you know, put there for a reason. And like God speaks through his Bible, through the word, he speaks through people, he speaks through nature, like just being able to witness his presence in so many areas of my life and realizing that it's only him that's going to satisfy me. Like I just encourage people to honestly and this is about to be real. Put your pride aside. Yeah. Literally, put your pride aside and just 
realize that the Lord called you to be his humble servant. And when we put our own pride aside and, and ask God into our hearts and just to renew us and help us, like, I really struggle with asking for help. Yeah. Like, I love to be the person that help another person. Yeah. But when it comes to me, like, my emotions, talk about my emotions, they're like, help and all this stuff. Like, no, because I want to be confident. I want to be the person people can lean on. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, put that pride and that ego aside and just understand that God meets me where I am. Loves me for who I am, brings me out of the darkness into the light. Is holding on to my hand, and He renews me, and He re- He restores me. He renews our minds, yeah. and no matter where you are in life, what your faith looks like, if you just ask God to take control, and then you trust that, yeah, and you sit with it, you'll realize that satisfaction, approval, all these things will only be fulfilled in Christ yeah and not by the world that's so good I love all of that and just getting to hear all of your wisdom um just what the Lord has put on your heart and what he's carried you through and taught you through all of it um I'm really thankful for you just being willing to share uh your story and share your testimony with my listeners so thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and just being vulnerable with us and sharing what the Lord has taught you Thank you. Thanks for having me. And, you know, um, I'm really excited to see how the Lord continues to shine through this podcast and how he's using you. Like, it really, it's it's so awesome. And I already see his handiwork and his design over it. So keep working and I love you, girl. Thank you so much. Love you too. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. If you did, please share with a friend and head over to Apple Podcasts to leave a rating and a review. Hope you have a great week.